You are listening to the Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things happening in the wide world of sports. Here is your KLSU sports team. Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I'm your host, Nathan Long. I'm joined today once again by Tyler Viso. How are you doing today, good sir? I'm good. It's supposed to rain all week, though. Is it really? Yeah. Let's hope it doesn't flood like last time. Yeah. Hopefully we don't have as many cars and ditches again. We were, yeah, we were here for that one last time. (laughs) Yep. Well, today we'll we'll be sort of a sequel of our previous podcast. Uh, Against all odds, LSU made it into a regional somehow, and we will discuss all that and more, but First, I want to talk about Palmineri and then LSU's performance in Hoover. Uh, this past week, Palmineri officially announced his retirement after this season. He's been the LSU head coach since 2007, and he brought home a natty in 2009. Uh, Tyler, how'd you react to his announcement? Well, I mean, I kind of, I kind of felt that it was going to happen. He's been with the program for so long that mm-hmm. I wasn't really shocked by him leaving at this point in time, and I think he kind of said it in his his like retirement press conference that he wants to give the program over to somebody else while they're still in contention for national titles. Mm -hmm. And like this team cannot skip a beat. And I think that's like a really good thing that he's going to do that. And I think that uh, he had a great coaching career and he was good. Yeah. Like you said, I was, I was not shocked by it at all. We'd been predicting it for a while and it happened in basically the exact way we had all been saying it was going to happen where he was going to retire but do you think the university forced this move? No, I don't I don't think so. I mean, he kind of I could see it going both ways, I guess. Like, I think people saw the decline of the baseball team since 2017 and since we were runner-ups and then like in the World Series, and I think you can really see the decline and a lot of fans were kind of getting fed up with him and they were starting to like that whole side was starting to rally more and more people to, like, really go against pulmonary. Mm-hmm. But he also did have two neck surgeries. Like, I mean, he didn't lie about that. And, yeah. I mean, he had neck problems. And so it's kind of just one of those things that you don't really know what to do with. Mm-hmm. You know, I generally I generally think the university probably did play a role in this. Oh, yeah. I think, I think they edged him towards that and kind of led him towards that. Um, now that he's gone, how will you remember pulmonary as a coach? And as a man. Um, he was, I mean, his players, like, were really, like, sad to see him go. And he was, like, a great person. But his coaching will come, always come down to just, man, he was just not good at calling out pitchers. Like, he could oh. not do that ever. Um, he was, I wouldn't even really clarify him as underwhelming as a coach. Because I think that if any other program in the country did what LSU did, they would make a statue of him. Yeah, they won a natty. Yeah. Too bad Skip Bertman won five. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. And, like, if any other program had what we had outside of maybe Vanderbilt, um, UCLA back in the day, some of those kind of guys, he would have had a statue, yeah. and they probably would have named the field after him. Like, simple as that. I but think, I think he'll get a statue eventually, just, you know, in the future, not anytime soon. Mm, Joe Burrow's coming Joe Burrow's going to get that statue. I cannot wait for that. He'll That's going to happen. One. He'll get the first one. So he's the next statue up. But yeah. Palmineri was, like, always he – was he wasn't really underwhelming per se, but a lot of people, because of the program he inherited and, I mean, what Skip Bourbon had done and the house that he had built kind of just felt underwhelming. He did kind of inherit an unwinnable situation, you know, coming here after Bertman 
Well, no, there was a god. There was a god between. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but I'm he was still held up against or against Bertman. Yeah, that's gonna be the problem with LSU baseball to this very till till the day the program dies. Yeah, and like you're gonna be like, well, Skip did this back. Skip had five in a decade, so why aren't you? You Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any potential replacements in mind for uh, for Maneri? No, I don't. I don't have. Bianco makes sense from Ole Miss. Just his ties. He's you know he played here. His son plays here. I like him. I like him a lot. Um, but here's how I view it. LSU can get anybody they want, essentially. Like, 99% of the coaches in the college baseball would leave their job for LSU right now. Yeah, for it's, sure. I mean, it's just the prestige of the program. You know you're going to be well-funded. That's that's big. That's big on and that. You, and you know your contract is going to be quite lucrative. And your fans backing you. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, there's times when LSU season, like, attendance is higher than, isn't it, like, the Miami Marlins? Miami Marlins, yep. Like there you go. Like you can you out attend MLB teams and like, like the box has always been considered like one of the biggest home field advantages placed in the world. The fans will show up. You just got to win the game. So what you're saying is, uh, uh, I'm sure you heard the news that Oakland A is thinking about moving. You're saying they should move to Baton Rouge and they could have a fan they, base. No, here they too? could. They couldn't do it. They couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't beat out LSU sports. So many like the tradition yeah. and stuff can't beat that. But if like they, I want a baseball here. Darn it. I would like to see. I would love to see a baseball team in like New Orleans or something. That'd be fun. That'd be something good to go to. Yeah. I always liked baseball. I mean, I played baseball as a kid. And the I mean, Zephyrs, was, as they're known, not the baby cakes. That did not exist. They well, they Zephyrs. just hey man, they just whatever. The one time me and my dad were gonna go, and uh, it was when Bregman was like literally probably three days before getting called up. He played his final minor league game against the Zephyrs in New Orleans, <laughs> and tickets were like five hundred dollars <laughs> because everybody wanted to see, to see Bregman, Bregman before yeah. he went to the show. And we couldn't get tickets, and I was like, man, that would have been awesome to see that. Man, we got really off track, didn't we? Yeah, whatever. Just, yeah. Hey, man, it's just the, that podcast life, dude. <laughs> All right, um, any final thoughts on Maneri before we move on? I hope that they can rally behind him and um, maybe see this team go to a Super, maybe even mm-hmm. Omaha. We'll see. Whoa. <laughs> hey, man. Like, dude, look, I mean. Omaha. You got to, dude, this baseball team's good enough to win games. The only problem is you're paired up with another SEC team that already beats you. So if you do come out of this regional, you're going to see another SEC team. Yeah. But other who than that, I you? mean. Yeah, who, who swept you. Yeah. Which is not helpful in the circumstance. But, I mean, hey, man, this team's good enough to make a run. This team is dangerous. This team is, this team, it has the roster of a host, but had the play of a three seed. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. All right, we'll move on to uh, LSU's performance in Hoover. LSU lost to the Georgia Bulldogs 4-1 to one in the first round of the SEC tournament. Despite loading the bases in the first inning with no outs, they only played it one run. Then in the bottom of the first, Georgia scored its only runs of the ball game, rattling off four runs. Those four runs would have been avoided if Collier Cranford made the throw to second base for a double play that would have ended the inning... Tyler, why the hell was Cranford starting at second? Dude, well, okay, so my big question was why – so DiGiacomo was, like, a little bit banged up, so he, like, understood that. Yeah. But Bianco at – what was he? He was playing Se- – He was playing second before. I know, but he was, what did he play in the game? Did he play right field or center field? He played, he played center field, I believe. Yeah, right? he yeah. played center field. And I just looked at that and kind of just tilted my head and was like, wait. Bianco's playing center, yeah. and I saw, uh, dude, first of all, your infield was made. Your infield, You're done. You your had infield it figured was out. there. Your infield was good. Like, yeah. your infield was full of people. Bianco is not like, I'm not going to call him the best hitter in the world, but he He's gets fine. on base. Yeah. He gets on base. And you put him at the bottom of the lineup. I trusted him. I trusted him enough in the bottom of the lineup to say, hey, man, there's runners in scoring position. You can hit a double. You could hit a, a nice single 
in front of the, uh, in front of any of the outfielders. But like, I just don't know why you keep switching the lineup. My question is, uh, did Brody Dross die? Because when DiGiacomo was hurt earlier in the season, it was Dross who filled in for the majority of the game. He was pretty good. He was he was he was serviceable. Yeah, but like, I mean, so DiGiacomo is not already a great hitter anyway. So if you're gonna re- if you're gonna replace him, I would replace him with a guy who can with another field. bat with another well, bat. Well, no, I would ref- I would replace him with someone who can who can equal his fielding, um, and that way you wouldn't have to move your second baseman to to s- center field, which is a weird move. Who moves their second baseman in to like, center field in a very important ball game? In yeah, like a super important ball game that like up until up until the moment we were picked to go to a regional, I thought that was a must win, and I was mm-hmm. like a little nervous about what could have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that made me mad because, you know, they didn't score another run. That double play is executed. The throw isn't offline. You had, you had your You're chances. You're up 1-0. Hey, you sit there all again. day. You sit there all day. You had the bases loaded in the eighth with one out. Yeah. And two guys strike out back-to-back times. Come on, man. It's the wor- all you have to do is just get a ball to the outfield. You get a ball to the outfield, that's a run right there. Automatically. Because sack fly, unless it's a shallow, you know, throw or a shallow hit, but like that's the only thing is like you can sit there and be mad at that double play right there all you want. You had your chances. Yeah. You still, you still. I think we almost doubled them in hits. Like we were hitting the ball, we just were not plating runs. So I mean, you had your chances, and one run on a normal day is not going to cut it in a baseball game. You need more than one run. So. Mm-hmm. And Georgia, I mean, Marceau settled down in the rest of the game. That's my and next it was question. Like, yeah, like he. What did you down. think of Marceau? First inning, I mean, first inning always one of those things, and especially in a high stakes matchup like Georgia. And he he just came off an injury, and yeah, he was fatigued. He was fatigued. It was an injury. It was more, yeah, it was fatigue. That's the thing that I was looking at though, because I mean, so you're coming in on short rest. You were fatigued your last outing, and I mean, he came in and in a high stakes matchup like that, you don't. Ex- I mean, those guys are going to be swinging all day long. They were coming to the plate aggressive, and you knew they were going to do it. Mm-hmm. You just had to get around it. And obviously, you know, the double play ball kind of kills you right there. You lose yeah, a little bone. Yeah, he would have no runs right there. No yeah, runs scored. Yeah, you lose momentum right there, and that, that messed you up. But, I mean, after that, he came out, and he was dynamite. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he dealed. I mean, once once the game settled down and he got to play at his pace, he was good. Yeah. He was ready to roll. Exactly. Um, why is LFU, LSU's offense so streaky at times? You mentioned they get the bases loaded up. They strike out twice. Um, you know, LSU had six hits against uh, against Georgia starter, and they only got one run out of that. Uh, but then after he sat down, I think they only had one more hit Yeah. after that. So, I mean, w- what is going on with LSU's offense? Why is it so streaky? They just – LSU's offense is just so just hard to figure out. Because, like, there's days when, like – I mean, you're pretty much given Trey Morgan and Dylan Cruz – you could almost chalk them in for one hit a game. At least one. That's what it feels Usually like. Usually more. That's what it feels like, though. You could chalk them down for one hit a game. And then it's like, all right, man, we'll we'll get on base. But, like, I mean, you can only ask so much from people. And, like, Malazzo, I mean, his defense is great. And, like, uh, and the guy can play catcher all day long. But he's, he's, a, he's just a liability. Automatic. He's a liability. And guys like that, I mean, when you're going to, like, let's say – Let's say you're going down to your bottom of your lineup, and there's two outs, and you're going to the rally, and you almost cycled, you almost cycled the lineup or something like that, and like you're going, you're on this nice rally. Then you, then you have to pinch hit right there, hundred percent. And, you just, and yeah. you just feel like you're just like we have no options. Like I just, there's nothing we can do right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just don't think they have. I think they have some guys. They don't have the guys. You know what I'm saying? They don't have everyone they yeah. need to really put together a strong hitting lineup because a lot of these hitters are just so streaky. Yeah, Bianco's super streaky. Giacomo, even Doty's streaky at times. 
I think Dugas and Cruz and uh, Morgan are kind of your only semi-consistent hitters. Yeah. I, I think Cruz and Morgan are pretty consistent. I think I think Dugas is, is has gotten way more Dugas consistent. Is, he's he he's is batting. O- he has an OPS over a thousand this year. He's been very good for us. Yeah. So. He's been good, and Doty Doty gives you Doty's pretty streaky. I mean, Bianco's pretty streaky. Malazzo is it, you can't even call it a streak. If he gets a hit, it feels like the flow. Oh my! Like I celebrate. We celebrate in the press box. I and I remember Clint West said, "No way." Yeah, you're just like <laughs> sitting there, and you're like, "I just don't understand." I think he had a double. I was that's why he was like, "No way." <laughs> Because he probably hadn't hit one all year, and you're yeah. just sitting there looking at him, and you're like, "Man, we're begging you to hit this ball." Like, and I mean, there's other guys that you can look at and be like, "DiGiacomo has not been great," and when you put in people like Zach Arnold or like, like Dross has been okay, uh, Sanford's been fine, Cranford's been fine. Like, they're just they're not. They're there's not, not like, a lot of great hitters. Like Maneri's been begging them all season for somebody to get hot and be like, "Hey, man, we're riding with you for the rest of the season." But nobody could do it, so he kept having to switch that position, and he kept just begging someone to do it. He he gave you he gave all those guys the opportunity to be good enough, and they didn't do it. It almost would have been better to not have Trey Morgan and Dylan Cruz back to back, because I mean those are your hits. I mean, why not put them first and fourth? You put Trey because Trey doesn't really get home runs very much. He could be your leadoff guy, and he's uber athletic and run, runs the bases real well. And you put Dylan Cruz fourth. There's a guy who can you know be your cleanup batter. Yeah, no, I just I, I feel like if you just stick one two man, you're just like, hey man, because you I mean you let Trey Morgan hit the double, and then Dylan Cruz hits one of the gap, boom, run, and like you just yeah. feel like that one two punch. It's a real good way to start the game off and like get some momentum going early to pull all you into maybe like you know getting a rally going. It it's hard. baseball is a hard way to figure out lineups because there's about fifty things you could do that you would be like, oh, that's a good option, that's a good option. Mm-hmm. But like because we don't have enough like surefire hitters on this team, that's an understatement. <laughs> that you're just like you're like let's just let's let's get our runs when we can. Like let's beg like begging Trey Morgan and um, Dylan Cruz to do it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I guess we can stop talking about Hoover, and I would, you know, I would like to stop talking about Hoover. <laughs> it makes me happy to move on. Um, we'll move on to the regional somehow. LSU still made a regional, and we'll be traveling to the wonderful city of Eugene, Oregon. Oregon, excuse me, for the regional. You ever been to Eugene? No, I've never been to Oregon. No, I've never been. Why would I go to Oregon? The furthest no offense. Ever, the furthest west I've ever been is Colorado, and went, I went. I went, I went to California went, once, twice. Oh twice. wait, no, I did go to California. I no, you're right. But I was, I was, I was a little kid. Like, yeah, I went to, I went to Disneyland. Uncle. Yeah, and then Yosemite was the other time. Nice, good, nice. good trip. Um, uh, but they in in Oregon and Eugene, they will be joined by Gonzaga as the two seed uh, and Central Connecticut State as the four seed. Uh, you know, long line, long time powerhouse, Central Connecticut State. Obviously. Central Connecticut, Connecticut State. State. What a name! Wow. What a name! Um, firstly, how the hell is Eugene a regional? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. Regional. I don't even know. Okay, but I look at some of the other regionals. I mean, like, okay, um, Eastern Carolina, they got a regional. Um, not to disparage what the LA Tech guys did up there in Ruston, but... Um, we smoked them twice. We smoked them. I mean, we, we beat them. We beat them pretty good, pretty handily, too. One, we faced their weekend guy. So yeah. we beat your weekend guy. And then two, we played you in a midweek. That's fine, whatever, but... Still beat you. There's only seven innings too. I think they called the game. They called it as rain. I remember that. But we were up by a lot at that point. Didn't we score like 17 runs? The score was like crazy. It was like 17 to nine or something. Oh yeah, like we kept going back and forth on rallies. I no, I remember it distinctly because it was so funny. Because I got some friends up in Ruston and they're like, "Oh man, like LSU's so bad." And I was like, "We beat you twice." Like yeah, I I remember they started off like 
kicking our butts, and then we came back and just destroyed. Yeah, sixteen to seven, I think that it was. was it. Yeah. Okay, that's the thing. Is like, dude, when my friends say stuff like that, I'm just like, dude, I'm like, you would be so scared to see us in a regional <laughs> because you know if we turn on a switch and like if you like if Malazzo got a hit against Tech, it's like, oh wow, like you're gonna lose now, like because if, if he's on. Then like everybody seeing the ball good enough, we're gonna beat you. We're gonna beat mm-hmm. you like a drum. I mean, um, how much would you have preferred to go to Ruston though? I would have loved to go to Ruston because I could have went. I could have went to Ruston and it would have been really fun, and we probably could have got some press passes for us, which would have been really fun. But it doesn't really matter, I guess. Mm-hmm. Were you shocked at all that LSU made a regional? Okay, whenever we got the initial thing and like I watched the show. It, they they said we weren't one of the f- the last four in, which I thought was kind of crazy. Yeah. But, but when you take into account that when you play in the SEC schedule, we had the number three strength of schedule, so we were hands down playing the best people in the country. Probably nobody, not, not many people played better than us. And and then you look at the fact that um, our RPI was a bo- like it was in the twenties. Was I in think. the twenties. I think. Yeah. yeah. And we were in the 20s in the RPI, and, I mean, like, the baseball team wasn't good. You only got swept twice, and it was to, at the time, the number one team in the country, and then a, I mean, the number two seed in the SEC tournament, who, by the way, got a a regional, Tennessee. Those are the only two guys that swept you. Mm -hmm. The number one seed right now, Arkansas, couldn't take three from you. Um, South Carolina couldn't couldn't, do it. Mississippi State couldn't do it. Ole Miss, Miss. beat, and then, like, it's just, you look at that, and you're like, hey, man, like, we didn't play Florida this year. But I mean, thank God. Yeah, no kidding. We didn't. We didn't need them on our schedule. We no, really we already had a hard enough schedule. We really did not need Florida. We didn't need to see too. them. I don't. I don't need their fans either. No. Um, I, I wasn't shocked they made the regional. The more I looked into it, I was shocked they were not one of the last four in. That was a little weird to me. I thought we were a bubble team through and through, but I guess we weren't. That's fun. Guess Alabama's a bubble team. We did beat them, you know. Yeah, we. So. I mean, we took two out of three from. They did their work in Hoover, though. I mean, they were equally yep. as good as we were. And then they did their work in Hoover by beating, you know, Florida, and then they beat Tennessee that one time, and then they and then they finally got bounced. But you did your work in Hoover. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the reason they got in. They were one of the last four in. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, I guess we'll talk about our matchups in this. Uh, LSU will play Gonzaga in the first round. Um, before I ask you how you feel about the Zags, um, they have some really bad losses, uh, and they play in a god-awful conference. I think it's the West Coast Conference. Oregon State, who's having a bad year by their standards, beat them twenty to four. I honestly don't understand how they're a two seed. I mean, they're ranked. I think they're like eighteenth, and uh, they also lost to Oregon ten to three. So in their regional, they've already lost to Oregon. How do you feel about the Zags? The, I mean, I don't even know. They're probably not bad, and I'm sure they got a good they got a good thing going over there. But I think that you're just facing some teams that like just don't mean anything, you know. I don't I don't understand how Gonzaga's ranked. I just don't I mean, they're fine, but like they play nothing. I looked at their conference, they play nothing. Yeah. And whenever they do play the Pac twelve, they they tend to lose. They yeah, it's like what I saw they have like um they got this they got a one pitcher, Alec Jacobs. He's got he had like seven wins. Mm-hmm. He wasn't bad. I mean, like seven wins, pretty good when you play when you're pitching anyway. So I mean, you got seven wins. You know, it's it's funny looking at Gonzaga's stats are very weird because when you look at a Power Five school, you always look at their in conference, you ignore the midweek uh, the midweek stuff. But with the Zags, I I had to use overall because the only good teams they were playing were out of conference. Um, yeah, and, so of course you win your of course you, they won their yeah they won their tournament. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's like okay, 
But like that also kind of hurts you a little bit because you're playing through all that. You play all that week before. That's what old school. Like, LSU's been chilling. Yeah, LSU's been <laughs> resting <laughs> up. I mean, I mean, we've been practicing on the turf field at U High right down the road, or right across, um, right behind the stadium. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, um, they only have one player with an OPS above a thousand. The next closest is, is only eight twenty, and I'm only counting. I think they have some other guys that over a thousand, but like they've played two games, so I don't count that. Uh, only two of their guys, only two of their guys hit above three hundred. Oh wow! Two. Wow. In in college baseball, I think LSU has like seven. <laughs> that is absurd. Um, so this team does not hit the ball well. Uh, Brett Harris, who is the guy that has the OPS over a thousand, is like their only good player. Uh, in their pitching rotation, solid. A lot of starters hovering around the ERA of three. So that's about where you want to be. I just think that the the level of competition is so high, and like Marceau has seen, like like Marceau, they already said he's going to pitch on Friday night against. Okay, that was exactly. a, I didn't know that for sure. No, Palmineri said it. He's going to pitch on Friday. Okay, and the reason I, I question that is if you're so confident, and I'm confident that LSU wins against Gonzaga, wouldn't you want Marceau for Oregon? Labus is good enough. Labus is so good enough. I don't know. Oregon's. Mu- I feel like Oregon is much better. I mean, they beat them 10-3, to 3, so they're clearly the better team. Um, I feel like Oregon, I would rather have Marceau play in, in, instead of Labus. I, I think Labus would be fine against Gonzaga. Well, that's because you, you have in the regional, you have to win your first game. Mm-hmm. You have to win the first game every yeah, time. Yeah, I get that. It's, it's that's the. But if you lose, you're playing Central Connecticut State. Yeah, but then you're always one loss away yeah. from getting bounced, and you're going to play either Oregon or Gonzaga the next the next day. I guess I just trust. I mean, hell, even Mikhail Hilliard, who by the way has an ERA that's just a little bit higher than Marceau, who's been fantastic since becoming a starter. I mean, maybe even him. It wouldn't. Uh, no, I just think I think you have to win the first game no matter what. It doesn't matter. You have to win the first game. Mm-hmm. That's always how it's been. And that's like you don't. If you lose the first game in a, in a regional, you nine times out of ten you probably aren't coming out the bracket. I guess I just look at Gonzaga and go, this team is so bad. They're not bad, but they're so not up to our level. Where I don't think they really even demand. I mean, it feels like a midweek game almost. <laughs> exactly, and that's what, just put in your best guy and say, "Hey, man, just go dominate them. Mm-hmm. Like, just let Marceau go in there, deal work, pitch seven, eight, put in Fontenot, call it a day, slam the door. It's going to be probably one a.m. here when the game's over, and then we'll just wake up the next day and do what we got to do." It's kind of what I hope happens is they get up, you know, a lead, a big lead early, and you, you can take out Marceau with, after like four innings of work because you're up ten to zero. You know what I mean? And you'd be like, "Well, Marceau's arm's going to be rested for a while now. That's great." Yeah, I mean that's not a bad option. I just think that Marceau has faced so many good hitters, and like the people he is, like the people Marceau faced. I mean, keep in mind that Marceau was in a pitcher's duel with Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. That like he was, I mean, the number one seed in this tournament. So you consider Arkansas the best team? Is what the NCAA said. They 100 percent are. It's not even it, up for debate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And he was in a pitcher's duel and shutting them down all game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like. Marceau is definitely better than everybody that we're facing in this regional. So I got he's the best pitcher in this regional. It's not even close. Oh yeah, and Labus is probably a close second because I mean, like I just I don't know who Oregon has. I don't know much about them, mm-hmm. but Lab- I mean Labus is good. He's good enough. He would be a Friday night guy on some of these guys' teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's that good. So I mean, I know this is kind of an obvious question, but I guess I need a definitive answer here. Do you think LSU defeats the Zags? Yes. Yeah, I don't think it's close either. I don't. I think uh, LSU. I mean. They might, they might play a little 
badly early. I'm, I, I have a feeling they might do that. But after that, I feel like they're going to settle in and, and realize just how much better they are than Gonzaga. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think my biggest fear is that, like, what Gonzaga does the best and what I don't know what it is, if it, they probably play good defense or something. And they're probably, if, like— they're Because probably they're not a good hitting team and their pitching team is—their pitching is, is okay. It's, it's good. It's good enough to win your tournament, probably. I, th- I think they're probably pretty good at defense. I feel like they just don't commit a lot of errors. And my big problem is LSU loves to hit in a double plays. Mm-hmm. I just feel like watching them. Oh, do they ever— so I'm just oh, I'm worried that so I'm much. worried that we're gonna probably have like ten hits but three runs and like we're just gonna keep loading the bases on them and just cannot like crash through the wall. Like, like that Alabama game a couple of weeks ago where Alabama went six innings and they had runners in scoring position for all six of those innings and didn't score a single run. Exactly, that is like still that. absurd to me. I can't believe like that, that. Like that kind of situation though is like where mm-hmm. you know you're the better team but you just can't play runs. Yeah, no, yeah, and look, LSU's done that a lot of times this year. I mean, against Vanderbilt, they should have won that game if they could. Just played some damn runs, you know. Yeah, um, that was the last game against Vanderbilt. All right, um, if LSU wins, uh, they will cert- almost certainly take on Oregon, unless you know Central Connecticut, Connecticut State, the vaunted blue blood, uh, <laughs> somehow upsets uh, Oregon, who I think is ranked fourteenth. Yep. Yeah, fourteenth. Um, how much do you know about the Ducks? Not a lot, <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure. I mean, they're probably okay. Uh, Here's what I gathered. They do have two regulars in their starting lineup. They have they have five guys that bat over a thousand OPS, but three of those guys again only played like two games, so doesn't count. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they have two guys in their lineup batting over a thousand OPS, which is pretty good for reference. LSU has two uh, with Trey Morgan and Gavin Dugas, and Dylan Cruz is knocking on the door. I think he's nine something. Uh, then behind them, they have a bunch of guys who are just kind of solid hitters. But none of their players are home run machines in the way like Dylan Cruz and Doty are, or Dugas. Uh, their starts, uh, uh, their starters are solid, if not a little hit or miss. Um, the worst one of their starters has an ERA of four fourteen. Um, now that I've said all that, how do you feel about facing Oregon? I'm see now. I want to know who Oregon's going to pitch in their first game. That's a good question. I, wonder, if, I hope if, it's four fourteen, boy. Dude, I, well, no. I hope that I hope that they pitch their ace on the fr- oh. on the Friday night game. Yeah, and then we That's see true. their second guy. Because if we if we play two v two, I mean, I think LSU LSU is just riding high on emotions right now with the whole pulmonary retirement thing, and that makes them like just an extra amount of dangerous. Like mm-hmm. they want to win this thing for pulmonary, and pulmonary wants them to win for themselves, but he's not going to tell them that. That was actually my next question. Like, do you think there's an extra fire behind the players oh, yeah. because they're LSU, playing for their coach? LSU is so dangerous right now. LSU mm-hmm. is probably one of the most dangerous teams in this whole thing. I mean, look at Florida State when Mike Martin uh, retired. Yeah, they went to Omaha. They weren't even. Like, they, they were not a good team. They were not a good they team. Were, they were quite bad, actually, exactly. comparatively to what fueled we know by, them for. Fueled by fire and emotion, and just begging for momentum to win this game, LSU can do it. And that's belief what makes is them, a real thing. Belief oh yeah. Is, if you go up to the plate saying, "I'm not striking out," no, oh, yeah. You know, I'll make contact for the ball. Think LSU, you're going to do it. I think LSU is going to come out in the first game against Gonzaga, and I could see them being super aggressive, like all weekend long. I think LSU could be so aggressive at the plate here this weekend, mm-hmm. and just they might pile on runs. They might not, and I think that. Because none of these teams really strike me as like you know like dominate you teams mm-hmm. like how like Arkansas and oh Vandy. there's no there's no team in this in this regional that I'm like ooh I'm scared of you yeah like they don't have like a guy no. like Vandy's got a rocker and Letmar or like um, Arkansas's got cops Vandy has like 15 guys to be honest yeah like <laughs> but like they don't have like two guys yeah. that like if you play them in the first two games you're like well we're probably gonna lose I mean we're just not we're just not cut out to like uh, beat you guys today yeah so. 
like nobody in this regional has that. No. So I mean, um, well, even if we do lose, worst case scenario to Oregon, we're not out, and uh, we would be. You know, I'll say this right now: uh, the double elimination format postseason baseball is the best postseason format in all of sports. I love NCAA baseball for, format. For the oh, okay, if you're talking about just format, yeah, I love their like format. Like for double elimination? Double elimination and the the regional super regional Omaha. Oh, okay. I love I think it's the best. I think I think it kind of it kind of makes it so like you have to face adversity cuz you have to worry about your pitching cuz like when you get to this point in time, you basically need to have four pitchers if you're going to play like cuz I mean you play game 1 then you play the next day, the next day, and if you lose that game, you're going down to Johnny Holstaff. Or if you have a fourth guy, which the best teams always have a fourth yeah. guy, like we would pitch probably Will Helmers and Javen Coleman, and that would be that would be our that would yeah. be our. Normally, you know, if we didn't lose Jaden Hill, it would have been McHale probably. Although I don't know if McHale would have emerged as. I said it all year. I said McHale Hilliard's doing great. Like I don't understand why he isn't getting more time on the mound. He showed it. Yeah. He showed up. I mean, he was he's been very good, and I Sucks think that he's that a senior. Yeah, but we're gonna get some people in the recruiting class. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how our recruiting class is looking in baseball. But under the new coach, we're gonna get some. We're gonna probably get some transfers because the name of sports in college right now is so like transfer portals. Yep. You know. So hey, who's the greatest uh, LSU football player of all time? Yeah, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow transferred uh, to Ohio State. I mean, that's right. there you go. I mean, mm-hmm. so that's that's how the game works nowadays. Mm-hmm. But overall, there's just like like I said. I mean, there's nobody really great in this whole grand scheme of this regional. No. Uh, final question: Will LSU about the Oregon, uh, the Eugene Regional? Will LSU make it out of Eugene? Will they be the team to do it? Oh, uh, I think that I think that they will because they're just gonna come out like a ball of fire, and I hope that stays throughout the weekend. You know, like you know, just come out the first game, or you don't come out flat or something like that. But mm-hmm. I think they're gonna be okay. I think they're gonna be okay. I'll go yes, but I'm not like really confident about saying yes because. I've seen this team lose to worse teams. I've seen this team beat way better teams. Yeah, that's that's true. I've also seen them collapse and just decide they weren't going to hit the ball today, and they're just too inconsistent for me to say, like for sure they're going. Yeah, but I'll go the, yes. And then like the starter comes out the game, and then the bullpen just collapses. I mean, it, we've it, seen it all. Oh, we've seen it all. That happened quite a bit early, and I think it got better as the year went on. But man, early in the season, that it was pretty bad. Was terrible. So overall, I mean. I mean, I agree with you that I'm not going about to give you a. I'm not to be like, yeah, man. I'm not I'm going to. Ha- I'm not going to Harris and making a bet. Yeah. Except we can't do that yet. Not yet. Not though. yet. We're I'm getting so there. Sports gambling. Uh, it's not bad for us. We're both overage, so that's okay. Yeah, we're both. 21, just, just so. make it clear we we are 22 and 21. <laughs> Gamble responsibly. Gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, dial. I don't know the number. I see the billboards everywhere. Um, all right. Um, I guess we'll move on to the final segment of the show. We're going to go regional by regional and predict who makes it out of each one. Don't take our opinions too seriously. This is all for fun. We mostly only watch SEC baseball. <laughs> Very true. I don't watch any other type of baseball generally. I mean, I watch some of Texas and maybe a couple other teams, but, you know, I'm, I'm watching it. Take with a grain of salt, you know. Yeah. All right, we got the Fayetteville Regional hosted by Arkansas. Um, Arkansas 1, Nebraska 2, Northeastern 3, and NJIT, which is, you know, I asked before the show, I looked it up, New Jersey Institute of Technology. Didn't know they were... Big baseball, a big baseball school. Who comes out of that regional? Oh, Arkansas, obviously. I don't. Uh, those teams are terrible. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're the one seed. You don't get to. You don't get to play good teams. You get to play the good teams later. Yeah, exactly. When you're in Omaha. All right, this is my favorite regional personally. The Austin regional, hosted by Texas. 
You've got Texas. You've got Arizona State, who's one of my favorite teams. I actually have watched them a couple of times. Fairfield, the team that took everybody by surprise this year, going 37-3 and in their terrible, terrible conference. Yeah. <laughs> and the lovable underdogs, Southern University, yeah. who's coming out of there. Texas. It's I'm going to go Arizona State. It's, okay. Well, I'm going wild. When is this going to be Texas? Uh, this is mostly out of hope, okay? I hate Texas. I want Arizona State to come out of Well, uh, actually, really, I want Southern to come out Okay, yeah. Um, Southern is rise. the one that... Southern rises from the ashes. Yeah, please. <laughs> please let Southern come out of there. They're hot. They're hot. I, you know what? All three of those teams, I would be very happy if they came out of there. Because Fairfield, I've been making fun of them all year. So it would be really funny if they came out. I would actually think that'd be quite hilarious. And Southern, you know, Baton Rouge... And get to support them. Love and them. Arizona State, uh, one of the best party schools in the country, and Very also true. a great mascot. So, yeah, there you go, okay. Sun Devils. Um, Knoxville Regional, hosted by Tennessee. Uh, you got Tennessee one, Duke two, Liberty three, or uh, yeah, three, and Wright State four. Tennessee's probably coming out of there. Rocky Top. Yeah. Um, my little cousin likes Duke a lot, so maybe it'd be cool for him for them to win. But no, Tennessee's coming out of there. They proved me wrong. I thought they were frauds all year, and then they kind of. They just kept it up. They're good, man. Yeah, they're good. They're a decent ball club. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nashville Regional, man, this is a lot of SEC teams ranked high. Shocker. Uh, Vanderbilt 1, Georgia Tech 2, Indiana State 3, Presbyterian 4. Vandy's coming out. Vandy. You don't I feel be- like we're not picking enough upsets, man. But, dude, it's just that's that's just how it is. Yeah. I got a couple upsets in here. They're okay, just, good. Okay, that's, good. A, that's the, the top lower four seats, teams. Yeah. The top four teams in the country. Do you, you really expect yeah, me to see them lose? Yeah, cra- there's some crazy stuff that happens. I mean, crazier baseball. things have happened, but yeah. it ain't happening to them. Those are those are four really good baseball Look, teams. Look, I just watched LSU softball blow, uh, what was it, a 3-0 lead? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about you it. Know that what? was so sad. So I've seen crazier. <laughs> uh, you got the Tucson Regional hosted by Arizona. You got Arizona 1, Oklahoma State 2, UC Santa Barbara 3, Grand Canyon 4. Also, I want to make clear I picked Vanderbilt as well. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not crazy. Who did you pick for this one? Uh, I'm going to go Arizona. Yeah, I'm going to also. Okay, okay, okay. Arizona, yeah. I, I think, think so. UC Santa Barbara could make some noise. That's a good team. They're not bad. No. I don't know anything about Grand Canyon, and I never watched any Oklahoma State because Big 12. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right, Fort Worth, hosted by TCU. you got TCU, Oregon State 2, DBU, I'm guessing Dallas Baptist. Dallas Baptist University. Or, or, no, it's LSU. Actually, <laughs> they, they gave us our nickname. Uh, and the great uh, Cowboys of Lake Charles McNeese State at four. See, okay, this one I picked Oregon State. I did. I, okay, I, I, see, see, you wanted upsets. There you so go. I'll, I'll Look, give you an I, upset. I, Oregon State has a championship pedigree. You know, this was a down year for them by their standards, but I still think they are a good team. They still, it's baseball, and like, I it, hate them dearly. <laughs> mm, I don't hate them because we beat them that that time. So. Yeah, but the next year is what I hate them for. Oh yeah, when we went over there and they kind of Corvallis. Us. Yeah, they totally destroyed us. It's yeah. weird seeing a, uh, not a regional hosted in Corvallis. Yeah, it's like it's not seeing a regional in Baton Rouge. So, I mean, think about it like that's, that. That's fair. Um, all right, we'll move on to Starkville Regional. We got Mississippi State one, VCU two. Uh, you know where Will Wade came from. <laughs> uh, Campbell three, go Camels, and Samford four. That is an awful. I know. I know. Oh Mississippi State's going to win it. Mississippi State's going to blow through that. Re- that is terrible. Are they, you serious? Can they make that one like the Thursday? Like, can they make that one like a middle of the day Friday game when like yeah. every other baseball's going on? Because like you just don't want to watch that. That's terrible. <sighs> yeah, Mississippi State's going to win. congratulations. Yeah. You're probably going to Supers. Cakewalk. Lubbock Regional, uh, hosted by Texas Tech. You got Texas Tech 1, UCLA 2, North Carolina 3, and Army West Point 4. This was an interesting regional. 
UCLA and Texas Tech will go to the championship. I think Texas Tech's going to win. I think Texas Tech's good. Mm-hmm. They're good enough. I've, I've seen them play this a couple tough. times. I'm looking at UCLA and Texas. I, I'll just be different. I'll go UCLA, but they're both very, very good teams. Let's see. Hold that on. sucks for Texas Tech that they got put in a regional with UCLA. Yeah. Um, I And also, I'm going to love after this when who, whichever one beats Army out of the thing, I can say they hate the troops because that's always the big meme whenever you beat a team like the Army or the Navy. UCLA has a guy hitting 405 this season. <laughs> really? Oh my goodness, he's a menace at the plate. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm I'm going UCLA. I'm sticking with it. I mean, it's one guy. One guy just make the whole team, but still, you never know. UCLA's been there before. Mm-hmm. They're good. Yeah. Stanford Regional hosted by Stanford, quite obviously, and uh, Stanford one, UC Irvine two, North Dakota State four. I don't know why I skipped over. My bad. And Nevada three. Stanford. Stanford. Easy. Yeah, I think Stanford's really good. Um, I mean, UC Irvine's usually, uh, they're ranked high, and they're usually a pretty good baseball school. I mean, all those UC blanks are always baseball Something. schools, yeah. Like Cal State Fullerton, like teams like that. Oh, they're always yeah. Remember them? They came yeah. in our, re- when we uh, when we lost to Florida, they were in there. Yeah, they were in there. They played, they, uh, they played Oregon State. They beat them to get to the next game to play yeah, us. Yeah, good that. times. Man, that, those were good times until that last last couple games. That last series. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the South Bend Regional hosted by those crazy Catholics up at Notre Dame. Um, you've got Notre Dame 1, UConn 2, Michigan 3, Central Michigan 4. Man, did Notre Dame get screwed. I think, I yeah, like that sucks for them. I'm going Michigan, though. Michigan's been there before, and they're like they're kind of like Oregon State. They're like allegedly having like a down year. Yeah. And I think that they're going to go in there. And just dominate. I do give Notre Dame credit for playing in a, in a much better conference. You know, the ACC is much better than the Big Ten. But mm, I'll, I'll follow you here. I'll go Michigan as well. I like Michigan here. Yeah. I like Michigan in a good spot. I think that they're like LSU, like a dangerous, like a dangerous team. I'd, I'd like they Central Michigan to come out too and get the Chippewas in there. <laughs> I love, like I said, I love the random Coastal Carolinas. Those random teams that come out of nowhere. I mean, that's part of the fun here. So I'm sure we we've skipped over some three or four seeds we're looking at that like, we know nothing about. Yeah, like yeah. and they're just gonna come out like who knows? Maybe Army West Point's crazy good. <laughs> Maybe North Dakota State's gonna come out, and they those farm boys up in North Dakota are just built different. Yeah, who knows? Maybe that's the good thing about baseball is like it's not as chaotic as like March Madness. No, it is not as chaotic, but because of the double elimination still, format. But you can still get underdogs and Cinderella yeah. stories. It's like like football where like it's pretty much chalk every time. Yeah, you know, like oh, these six teams are gonna be one of the yeah. <laughs> that's gonna can, be the natty. You can basically eliminate ninety nine percent of the uh, yeah. rest of the whole thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, so the Columbia Regional hosted by South Carolina. It says they're a two seed to Old Dominion, who's the one. My question is, why is it in Columbia? I have no idea. That's that's weird as heck. Um, yeah, it says Old Dominion's one, South Carolina two, Virginia three, Jacksonville four. I'm taking South Carolina. Well, I'm taking South Carolina too. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. that one. On My, I mean, why is it not in? I don't know where ODU is. It's in Virginia somewhere, but I don't know exactly where. It might, it might literally be called Columbia though. No, no, it's hosted by South Carolina, so it's definitely in South Columbia, South uh, Carolina. They might, they might not have a stadium. That might be true. They might play at like some professional stadium or a semi-pro stadium, like a like a Zephyr Field. Yeah, or no, they... or what's it called now? It's the Shrine on Airline. Great name, by the way. <laughs> All right, um, yeah, South Carolina, Oxford Regional, hosted by Ole Miss. You got Ole Miss one, Southern Miss two, Florida State three, and Southeast Missouri State four. I'm gonna go Ole Miss. I'm, I'm, Southern, I'm, I'm going Southern Miss, you know? I can see Florida State. I can see Florida. I mean, you you can never rule them out. Yeah, they're, they're, they're firecrackers, man. They can uh, do it. I'm going Southern Miss, though. Ole um, Miss kind of got a bad draw there. They did. Um, 
they to be fair, they did have a random. They lost like four straight series or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they it dropped them. Yeah, it dropped them bad. All right, Greenville Regional hosted by East Carolina. They're one. Charlotte's two. Uh, Maryland's three, and Norfolk State's four. I'm Hands going, down, the easiest region. I'm going Maryland. I want East Carolina. You really? I think Maryland might do something. They probably play better competition. Not gonna lie to you, ACC? but yeah, but um, I don't know. I'm just gonna go with How East Carolina. How good did East Carolina do against Tulane? That'll determine it. <laughs> 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 just look it up, man. I can't believe we didn't play Tulane this year. That's two years in a row. That sucks. We beat them. They probably I'm, don't want to play us. I know. I know. Eugene Regional, we already talked about. LSU's coming out. Gainesville Regional, hosted by Florida. You have Florida, one. Miami, two. South Alabama, three. South Florida, four. I'm looking at all of these, and most of these are actual regionals. And then you just have Eugene, where they're sending us in Central Connecticut State just yeah. across the country. Dude, it's so dude, bad. Central Connecticut, they got a bad. They got it worse. It's like 40-something hours oh. from there. Ooh. That's a, that's a, that's a cross-country flight. But anyway, Florida, Miami, Florida. South Alabama, yeah. I don't look you don't mess with the SEC in this kind of thing I mean you look at the year the SEC had if you were good enough to host that means you beat a lot of other teams and earned it and you're probably good enough to beat almost anybody else in the country all right last one Ruston Regional hosted by Louisiana Tech where LSU would be and by the way the reason I don't think they sent LSU there is because they knew our fans would have taken over their stadium and you know Rust or Louisiana Tech did good enough to earn a regional quote-unquote did enough um, and uh, they probably did not want LSU going there and, you know, being a road team with way more fans and filling up their stadium. So yeah. no, you, that's probably I, why we didn't get sent there. You said that, and I kind of agree with you, though, because, mm-hmm. I mean, they just would have looked at us. But just to be clear, though, Bam was going there, and yep. Bam, was, Bam might do the same um, thing that we would do. Yeah, um, well, in that, in that one, Louisiana Tech, two NC State, three Alabama, who, by the way, was one of the last four to get in. That run they had in Hoover was crucial. Yeah. And four, Ryder. Which oh, it's going to be so Bama. It's going to be so Bama. I don't know. I might go NC State. I, I definitely don't think it's Louisiana Tech. Oh, no, they're not going to make it out. It's sorry. definitely Louisiana Tech. I'm they're sorry, not. Bulldogs, but I don't believe in y'all No, at they're not going to. For sure, Bama. All right. Um, well, I guess that that's it for all the regionals. Any Who's your champion right now? Any specific team you think is going to win it all? Arkansas. Mm, no, I don't think it's Arkansas. I think Arkansas. This is Arkansas's year. Man, I, I, think, I think Vanderbilt right now. I like them. I think they're really good, and I think they just have two studs. Pitching gets you. Pitching will win you a championship. LSU can tell you that from 2017. Yep. Um, I don't know a ton about Texas, but I like they were they were pretty good from what I saw. I don't know. I I'd, I'd go Vandy. I like Vandy. I'll go Arkansas. I remember a couple years ago when that I think it was a first baseman just overran the ball in foul territory would have won them the game yes. against Oregon State. I was in yes. Disney World when that happened. I remember Dude, it. I do remember that. That was crazy. And then they pieced it together and ended up winning the next. Oh, what a good what a good time. I love watching other SEC teams lose. I don't know. I, I didn't like Oregon State at all. Because I just didn't like their fans. Um, that's why I didn't like them. So I was kind of cheering for Arkansas on that. And plus, no. Arkansas never wins anything. Exactly. Know? Keep it that way. The pe- <laughs> keep the pecking order the same. I guess that's fair. I mean, do they have a natty in baseball? I don't think they do. Not yet, but they'll no, get one. No, no, they'll, they'll, they'll definitely get one. Um, any final thoughts on the re- upcoming regionals? Mm, hope LSU wins. Nine, Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock Central Time here in Louisiana to watch the baseball. If, That's uh, the time. And if they lose, you can check my Twitter uh, and see me crying. I promise At I'll be there. I promise I'll be very, very sad. Um, well, I guess that'll do it for today for Tyler Viso, for Nathan Long, for our producer David Robbins. This has been the Hodges Huddle. Go Tigers.